what my teeth look like. Your teeth look this beautiful. Is recorded by the host or participant. I got it. Love it. Love it. Lovely. I am now recording us, brother. Good. Right. Do you want to hear the joke then to start off with? Yeah, let's start oh. with a joke. Yeah. Right. Okay. So is this, uh, is this bloke, right? And he's got really, really fucking stinky feet. Like major stinky feet. Cheesy. Proper. And he can't do anything about it, right? But then he goes to this bar and he meets this woman and he thinks, oh, she's a bit of all right. And he's all right looking. So she thinks, oh, he's all right. I think he's all right, him. So they go out for a couple of meals together. Anyway, it gets down to the old anky-panky. And he thinks, I'm getting in bed. And he thinks, oh, shit, I'm going to get close to her now. The problem is, my feet fucking reek. So uh, he, he just goes, he chucks his socks off, yeah. Just chucks his socks off anyway. And the problem is, what he doesn't know is, this bird that he's seeing, she's got really stinky breath. Really bad. So she thinks, I'm getting in bed with him now, and I'm going to have to kiss him. And this geezer's going to stink my breath, and he's not going to want to do anything with me. So he goes, right, babe, he says, I've got something to tell you. And she went, so have I. He goes, he went, can I say something first? And she says, yeah. He went, you eating my socks. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Oh, oh, it's so good. <laughs> that's awesome, mate. <laughs> oh, you eating my oh, socks? That's quality. Oh. I, I've not, I've not started a show like this before, but I'm, I'm glad we started like that because that's. <laughs> oh, right. Well, I've got to introduce you. Yes, it's welcome. Me. Welcome to Let's Get Freaky podcast. My good friend, Alistair. How are you, sir? I'm, I'm good, mate. Yeah, I'm good, mate. I put my daughter to bed, which is quite nice. Yeah. Just, uh, I mean, normally you put your kids to bed and just like, you know, just like rock them to sleep and that and give them a story, but I just got a sledgehammer out, right? Bang. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is going to be funny. I've known Alistair for a long time, um, and we always have a laugh. He's one of the funniest guys I know. I'm not just saying that. <laughs> I, every time we meet and we see each other, I cry. So I don't know how this is going to go tonight. I've got no idea, but it's going to be funny. <laughs> I hope so. And I've got to say as well, I told my brother, H, for the people who don't know, H, my brother, I told him that we was doing this tonight and he said, we've got to mention him. So we've just got to mention H. So hello, H. Hello, H. We've got we've got Al with us tonight. That sounds like a delivery service, doesn't it? Hello, yeah. H. Hello, H. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's crazy? I've known you for, how long have we known each other now? Quite a long time. Oh, yeah, it's years, mate. Years, yeah. And I've yeah. never spoke to you about anything to do with the paranormal i don't think no i don't think we ever spoke so when you messaged me the other day and you said you got some stuff to share i was like wow yeah i'm, I'm, I'm excited to hear this man i've i mean i've got a shed load but that's and that's through personal experience as well not like i'm not well i won't be passing you things on from stuff that i've heard yeah or from other people it's stuff that's first hand so this is stuff that you've experienced yourself. Yeah. 
How have I never known this? <laughs> oh, because I always go about life as though it's I just have fun and laughter and I think there is a thing in life where sometimes things go unsaid really. Because why would I ever say to you without you doing well without me knowing you do freaky podcasts like it what would I'll say to you, oh, oh, something weird happened the other week. And I'll tell you, you just don't know, really, do you? You don't know, you, yeah. you just keep it to yourself. It's just one yeah. of them things. Yeah, no, it's but true. The thing is, what I start off by saying, though, is that with, through my experiences, and this is no joke, I mean, I know I joke all the time, Why well, there's there's another force out there without a shadow of a doubt. And I, I whether you believe me or not, it doesn't matter, because I, it doesn't, that doesn't bother me. But I know that out there, through my experiences, that there is another force. And when people say to me, do you believe in a God? And I say, well, I don't know. And people say, oh, I don't. And I go, well, do you believe in ghosts? And they go, yeah, 100%. So then I say, well, if you believe in a ghost 100%, why wouldn't you believe that there's a God? Because you don't know. And if there's something else that, that happens beyond life, or of us dying and things, how do you know there's not God? So if if you touch electricity, put your finger in a socket, would you do it? And they go, no. So what? how do you know? And they go, well, because it'll kill you, because I've been told. I said, but yeah, but many people preach the Bible and stuff like that, and you don't believe in a God. So how do you know there's not a God? Because you can't physically put your finger in a socket to believe that there's a God. But I tell you what, what is a big reminder, or that if things happen around you, that if I, I think if there's a good chance of you seeing things or, or things happening to you, but it has happened to me over the years, then um, then I think there's a, there's definitely something else out there. I'm not saying it's God, but there's, some, there's something else out there without a shadow of a doubt, big time. Yeah, man, hundred percent. I mean, I've 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 seen things, and I've never told I've never told you about. It. We've never spoken about it, but yeah. I've seen some crazy things and. You don't talk about it generally, do you? Unless you know, unless it comes up in a conversation, um, you don't really tell people about it. No, no, you don't. And the thing is, is what I'll tell you tonight and what I'll go through. My dad ex ex ended up being from the military into quite a religious person. And then he's not religious anymore. But during that time, there's a few things that happened. Um where my dad got a bit sketchy about it and uh, he had to go and ask for help because it got quite bad. Um, but, you know, I could start you from the beginning, really. Yeah, yeah, I'd love that. You the, can go from the start. and Yeah, the beginning is is that I, I was um, a young kid and and uh, when I was growing up, we had a, an auntie that was from Reading called, well, it was a god, it was like a god auntie. And we all, like, you know, when you're growing up and people go, that's your auntie. Well, that's what it was. And she was called Avril. And she was originally from Reading. And my mum was really good friends with her. And my dad was. It was like good, good mates. And she was my godmother. And the weird thing is, is that um, over the years, as a kid, you don't know this. But as I was growing up, she used to send cards and letters and things. And my first experience was was through her, which I didn't really know, but I do know now. So I'll explain what I mean by that. Is she used to send cards and letters, and she used to send me presents. And it might be like um, at the time was that Rod Hull's emu, you know, fucking emu that goes right. <laughs> you know the emu. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she sent me one of them, 
there's this fucking little emu with weird eyes. And, um, and when I was a kid, I was playing with it. And my dad went in the room, in the kitchen. Well, he went in the kitchen, I was in the room. And I can remember this quite vivid. And, um, and the most weirdest thing that happened to me, and it's very surreal, and it's, it, you, you might not believe me, but it's just, it was so surreal. So I was laid down. But how would a kid know this? You know, I'm probably only about eight or nine. And I'm laid down on the um, on the chair. Mum's got the heat on. It's a winter's day. Mum's got the heat on. I'm laid on the uh, chair. And I have this rod hole emu. And I used to love it. And it was laid on my arm, across my, across my arm. And I was sleeping. I was just tired. I just had my eyes closed. And I swear to God, I could hear it mimicking me, my breathing. And it was like, it started moving. It just started moving like my, my, when I was breathing. And it was moving. And I could hear stuff coming out of it. And I was so frightened that I don't move. And I held my breath. And it was still mimicking me, breathing. It was, wow. And I thought, that is so weird. And I, as a kid, that frightened me. It, it sent the ears up on my arms. I was so like, yeah. freaked out. And um, my dad, like after about two minutes, came in the room. And when he came in, I jumped up and I threw it like that. I threw it. And he went, what's wrong with you? And I said, Dad, I said, Dad it's breathing. It's breathing. He said, don't be stupid. What are you talking about? I said, it's breathing. I said, I heard it breathing. And that was the start of many things that happened. Um, but, for example, what I didn't know is the long and tall story short, like of it is my auntie. She was a spirit medium. Oh, wow. And she used to do tarot reading and, <clears throat> like, all this, like these cards and stuff like that. So anything that she sent, letters, cards or anything, like what I got told over a period of time through my dad being religious as well at the end, in the end, was that um, it was stuff that was attached to what she was sending. So if she was involved with spirits and whatever they was, ghosts, demons, whatever you want to talk about, I don't know, they were saying that, that these was attached to what she was sending to us. And my dad didn't believe me. And um, he was a bit freaked out when I was a kid and saw like this this thing and this, you know, this emu breathing and things. He did, he, I could tell he was freaked out about it. But I remember he didn't really believe me until one night. He was laid in bed. And again, I didn't know, he'd never used to tell me anything, but he told me as I got older. Because older, when you get older, you understand things more. Yeah. It's I never used to believe you. I always said that things used to happen like that. He says, and um he says, and this one night, he says, I'm in bed. He says, I'm half asleep, I'm going off to sleep. He said, and I felt something grab my hand and pick my hand up off the bed. He said, and it picked my hand up off the bed. He says, and I started to wake wake up properly. He said, and he heard a voice in the room go, shh, 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 he's waking up, he's waking up. He said, my hand got put back down on the bed. He said, I, he said, I shot out of bed. He said, I shit myself and shot out of bed. He goes, but from that night, I knew there was something in the house. I knew it without a shadow of a doubt. So that is how it started for me. Um, yeah. Just really small thing like that. Um, and then it progressed into much larger things, which I'll probably go on about. But um it's just, it's horrible, but I used to wear, so my brother as well, I don't really want to talk bad about my brother, but he was involved quite heavily with drugs. Um, he has been all his life. And um, I was born in 75, so I was lived through what you call the rave scene and stuff like that from the 80s into the 90s. 
and my brother did. And uh, my brother got involved in really heavy drugs to do with injecting himself and stuff like that. So, um, which I've never have. <clears throat> but I remember as a kid, he used to come in on a night time, um, probably like one o'clock or two o'clock in the morning. Could be about a time, could even be free, I don't know. But I was a kid and I was on a bunk bed. And um, he used to put these tapes in, like cassettes. Like if you remember the old cassettes, he used to put these cassettes in. We used to have a Technics cassette player or whatever, and he used to put it in. And no matter what, he would feel like he could go to sleep with music on it. And he would press play. Now, the weirdest thing is, when I was a kid, I was frightened anyway because there was weird things happening in the house. And that was one of the things I mentioned earlier before. But I was fast asleep. And when he'd come in, he used to wake me up a bit. And this one night, he was um, he started burning candles in the room. Like, he had candles just at the side of the bed. So I don't know whether he was putting a spoon on something and putting it into it and injecting himself. I don't know. And it was right next to a fucking curtain as well at the same time. So... <laughs> We could have gone up. But the thing is, he, he, I remember him putting this music on and it was then like classic rave at the time. But then all of a sudden, he turned it over onto the other side and it was like this rave music I could hear. But it was something talking all the way through it, which it sounded like a really deep gremlin talking. Like, um, it was going like, I can be what the fuck I want to be. I can be what the fuck I want. And I was waking up thinking, what the fuck is this, man? And it was a really slow, like, kind of like a techno beat or whatever it was to this, like, trancy track or something. And it was like, all the way through, the whole tape was like, really deep voice. And it scared me. And he was fast asleep in the end. And I blew this candle out and I turned it off. And... I remember hitting the pause button and turning the um, turning it off. And the weird thing is, is um, probably about two minutes later, the candle relit itself and it started playing again, the cassette playing. So it was like I knew there was something going on and I didn't know whether it was to do with my brother or whether it was to do with my auntie. Um so it was like real surreal. But I mean, there's so many things, mate, that we went through. I mean, it'd be like, I mean, he used to get played tricks on as well. You know, like, um, so there was me and my brother. There was me and my brother, my dad and my mum and, 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 well, my sister. So there was, there was five of us in the house. And um, for a period of time, it must have been about two months. My dad used to have a bit of a row with my brother. He used to have, if I, I broke up a bit there, mate. No, no, you're all good. All right, okay. So um, he, we used to have a row with my brother, and um, he used to say um, things like, what are you, what, why was you messing about with his shoes last night? And my brother used to say, I don't know what you're talking about, Dad. And he go, why are you messing about with his shoes? And every morning for at least two months, at least two months, all our shoelaces, my dad's, my brother's, my sister's, and mine, was all tied together. Every morning we get up, it used to be tied together. And it was like, I used to think it was my brother playing tricks on us. But like, I mean, my brother being a bit of a dick generally, and he was a bit of a bully and a bit of an arsehole, he would never have the time just to sit and tie one shoelaces together, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's weird things that used to happen where we used to just like, I used to discredit it, but it, but it's kind of like strange. 
but I mean, you know, there's I mean, there's a time when um, so my dad became a, a JW for a bit. Um, you know, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. People got their own whatever they believe in and stuff like that. Whether it's Muslim, whether it's Jews, whether it's JWs, they, they believe in their own things. And um, he used to know some people at what we called the congregation at the time. Um, and one of them was an old elder and he was dying. And he said, he went to him and he's called Don. And he says, Don, he said, Don, well, Donald, he said, Don, he said, um, my sons have a bit of trouble at the moment. He's like hearing things and seeing things in the house. And the weird thing is, the first thing he said to me, dad was, he said, have you got any stuff in your house that's from a charity shop? And I, and I would think, well, I don't really get what that means. What about a charity shop? But I said, well, what do you mean? What do you mean, Don? What, what do you mean from a charity shop? He goes, have you bought anything from a charity shop in the last few weeks or anything? He went, no. He said, can you think of anything? He went, no. And then he said, have you got any relatives or people in your family that send you anything? He goes, no, no, no. I don't know what you mean. He goes, letters, postcards, um, anything, just through the post. And he goes, no. And the thing is, he let, Don, Donald was in hospital and he was quite ill. Um, Don, Don Bean, his name was. And he's a, a good friend of mine's father, he was, uh, called Robin Bean. Nice geezer, he was his dad. And he says, well, Terry, which my dad, he goes, I think, I think to be honest with you, he is seeing things and stuff going, he is the stuff that's happening, but you've got to pin down the source of where it's coming from. And my dad says, I can't work it out. So anyway, he left on and let, let him crack on and he came home. And then and this is the most bizarre thing. He just, all of a sudden when he got home, he thought to himself, has anybody sent anything? And he thought straight away, Avril, Avril sends us cards, sends us letters, postcards, and everything all the time. And my dad says he went home and he said there must have been about 150, 200 letters from her with cards, birthday cards, everything. And we got them all. And I remember seeing this, right? And this is really bizarre. So my dad grabbed all the cards and all the letters. So when I was living like in the 90s, my grandma was around still. Um, she's called Betty, Betty Railton. And she, she lived in a little village right in um, in Yorkshire, east Humberside. And it was called Walkington. And uh, I mean, she's died now, bless her. But what happened was she used to have a great big old fire in her house. You know, when a, a coal fire, you had to poke it with everything. Yeah. So my dad says, right. And it was my mum's mum. And she, we went there, and my dad says to my mum, when Betty goes in there in the kitchen to make a cup of tea, he says, I'll take them cards from Avril, and I'm throwing them on the fire. So as soon as she went in the kitchen, she said, I'm going to make everybody a tea. She said, cup of tea. She went in the kitchen. And how long does it take for a kettle to boil? I don't know, two or three minutes, possibly? Yeah. Me, as soon as she got in the kitchen, my dad threw them on. And these were just plain paper and cards. And he threw them on this red-hot fire. Threw them on. He didn't do anything. And my dad was poking it and everything with the flames, trying to get the flames up. He wasn't doing it, it wasn't burn. And um, the most funny thing is, is once my nana had made a cup of tea and a cup of coffee for everybody, she came in with a tray and it had three cups on a four cups. And so she'd literally wait for the kettle to boil 
pour all the drinks, and my dad was still trying to get this to burn, which is just envelopes and stuff. Yeah. And she come in, and she and she went in a really like Yorkshire accent. She went to my mum. Mum's called Ina. She went, "Oh, Ina, what are you putting on that fire like that?" And when she said that, the the, the um, papers and everything consumed really quickly, and green flame come right out, come right out into the room like that. And then it went right up the chimney breast, back up, back up the chimney breast, and all the all the um, papers and everything just consumed and just went really quickly in in seconds. And it's like, so I, wow. it's, mate, it's just so bizarre, mate. There's, it's like unbelievable. But my dad knows, and he knows now that there's there's fucking there's something else, mate. There is yeah. something else. Yeah. Um, wow. But I was a young kid as well. I was only a young kid, and I remember seeing it all. Yeah, I've seen all these things. Um, there's so many things that happened to me. Um, I mean, stupid things like like one-off things. Like um, I was in my dad's old shed, which was attached to the side of the house, and his mate from next door came around, and he was he was chatting, he was having a beer in the kitchen, and it was a summer's evening. He had the window open on the kitchen, and I was stood in this old shed, and I was just messing about, and I thought, and I just had nails. With a hammer, and I was just tapping things, just being stupid, thinking I could make a stool or something, you know. <laughs> and I heard this, this, and I must admit that night it was windy because I heard the trees blowing. It was windy, and I heard this bloke shout me in a Scottish voice, and he said he he went Alistair like that, and I went, and I, the, the shed door was up, and I looked round and I thought, who's that? Who's that? You know, because the wind's blowing, you think your mind's playing tricks on you. you think. So I carried on like that. And I heard it again, Alistair. Like it was always in the breeze, Alistair, like that. Scottish bloke. And I thought, fucking, that's weird. So I carried on and I got this little hacksaw out and I saw on a piece of wood, a piece of timber. Then all of a sudden, I heard, I felt someone's breath come across my face here, at this right hand side, and went, Alistair, I'm talking to you. Like that. And I shot up, mate. Wow. Shot, like that. I shot up. I shit myself. And I ran to the kitchen window and it was getting dusk and the light was on in the kitchen and I tapped on the window. And my dad says, you're right. And I went, dad, come outside, come outside, dad, come outside. And he ran out, he ran out and his neighbour came out. He went, you're right. I said, dad, I said, dad, someone's shouting me. I said, someone, there's a Scottish bloke. I said, he's just shouting me. I said, there's a Scottish bloke. Someone. And he went looking around for everybody, couldn't find anything. And um, and uh, things like that used to happen all the time. Wow, mate. man. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, very bizarre things. Um, going, going back to your aunt, if I can ask you, are you, yeah. do, are you still in, in touch with her now? Is she still with us? or No. Well, I, my mum might be, but I personally, not not myself, I'm not in touch with her. I've got her on Facebook. I do okay. have her on Facebook. So I'm just but, thinking, she, she wouldn't have sent you anything on purpose to put stuff in your house and stuff like that, would she? I don't know. Uh, you know what? I don't even know the answer to that. I don't know. I mean, she was always polite and always nice. I'd like to think that she was just sending letters just to be kind and nice, not not yeah. too. Soon. But um, but yeah, uh, I remember as it. So yeah, another experience. I mean, these are just all one-offs. I'm telling you. Like mm. for example, um, so I was in small. I was in school in juniors, and um, it was getting to three o'clock, and it started getting dark. And we used to have one of them big, a t I used to watch Grain Jill when he used to come in, Grain Jill. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Yeah. I love Grain Jill. 
And um, and this is, I mean, this people won't believe me if I tell you this. They, they are not going to believe me, believe you. But they said this happened. So um, I went in the living room. It more had the fire on. It was nice and cosy. I went and laid in front, down in front of the fire, put my hands like that, turned the telly on, and was watching it. But when I went in the room, it felt a bit eerie. I don't know why. I just, I just, I didn't think really much of it. I thought it was just a bit weird. I just a weird feeling. And I was just looking at the telly like that. And my mum's in the kitchen making us food for our dinner. And I'm looking up at the telly. And I'm thinking, what's that at the top of the telly? And basically, it was a black and white card. And on it was a little girl with blonde hair. And it was grey. Everything was grey. But between her hands, she had her hands together. And it had a green stem with a rose, a red rose, like that. And she was looking, and she was looking like directly at me like that. And I'm just looking up thinking, I don't know, I just I felt a bit weird. And I promise you now, it's, it's actually quite funny when you talk about it, but I promise you now, in a really, really tiny voice, I heard it shout my name. Like a, like a, like a, like a, you know, like Alistair, you know, Alistair, Alistair. And I looked up and I could see the rose had come down, her arms had come down past her face and was leaning in. Oh, wow, man. So I'm thinking, and that was from my Auntie Avril as well. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I think my Auntie Avril's got problems. (laughs) (laughs) Sending you some crazy stuff, man, but I mean, that's... That's not a nasty thing, but I mean, yeah, no. But I've had I've had things that's happened recent, mate. You know, I mean, I've got, as I've got older, I've got wiser to it. Meaning, yeah. um, I don't, I'm not too fearful now. Even though it's frightening at the time, I'm not too fearful now because I, I assume, I believe, I know what it is, yeah. um, and I don't know whether it's a helpful spirit or, or, or spirits, or I don't know whether they want to come and just cause chaos. Them kind of spirits, I don't know. But I'll give you an example. So you know my wife yeah. very well. And she will tell you what happened to us when we was living in Manchester. Now, when Alice was two, we put her into bed. In my bedroom, in our bedroom, me and my wife's bedroom, we have a dimmer switch, right, where you have to click it in and then turn it on to up to full volume, right? Yeah. And then, because Alice was so small at the time, too, and she wasn't very well, we had um, a baby monitor in our room that was just, you couldn't, it wasn't a video one, it was just a a noise one to hear. So she was in another room. And uh, this is a bit eerie, this, really. And um, so me and Harriet are talking like that. And I said, right, good night, love, I'm going to go to sleep now, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I looked at our phones. She put her phone down, I put my phone down either side of the bed. Turned our little switch, switch light off. Room was black, mate. Pitch black. And I'm laying asleep like that. Next thing I hear a... Like, you can hear a dimmer switch going up. And I just sat out bolt right in bed. And I looked. And it was like this room now. It lit like this. And I said, I went, Harriet, she went, what? I said, look. And she went, what? Who's turned a light on, she said. I went, not me. I said, I've just, I've just woken up. So as we're talking, I said, something's going on here, Harriet. I said, I don't like this. Something's going on. And as I said that, right, 
from my daughter's bedroom through the monitor, there was this, like that, whistling. A whistle? Yeah, like like a man's whistle going. Oh, like wow. I went, just, just as we're talking about it, what's just happened? So I just, I thought, fuck it, I'm just bolted. I got out of my bed, ran over into my, my daughter's bedroom, and I went in and I looked, and I could see where a monitor was. The room was black. She was fast asleep. No one in there. Oh, wow. And I came back to Harriet and I said, this is something not right. And Harriet went, well, I think it could be my gran just seeing if we're all right. That's what she said. And that freaked me out a bit. I was like, right. So I remembered them things that that Don told my dad all them years ago. So I went right through the whole house, mate. And I was up till three in the morning in the garden. And I, I had everything on a bonfire in the garden, burning everything. And then since I burnt everything, nothing happened. Nothing happened after. Wow. But the most weirdest thing is my eldest daughter, which is Olivia. Yeah. She came to me one night in the same house and she said, hey, Dad, have you heard a bloke whistling? I went, sorry? She went, have you heard a bloke whistling? I said, what do you mean whistling? She went, I heard a bloke going, in the room the other night, I was like, wow, no, don't tell me that. Don't, don't tell me that. Wow. Was... <laughs> so was that before you, you, you burnt everything or was that after? That was after. Oh, yeah. Man. But when she told me that, there's one room that I'd never been in that old house and that was in the loft. Yeah. So as soon as she told me the weekend after, I went up into the loft. And this is really true. You can ask Harriet. I went into the loft and I found like really weird looking people on photographs of like black and white. You know, when they sat in the chair, it looks like they're dead. Yeah. Like pictures of families, it looks like dead people together. Wow. Yeah. God, that's freaky, man. Yeah, so I went out, so I, so I picked, I dragged all the stuff out of that. I mean, there was shitloads. I mean, there was even one bit that was like, um, there was like someone had painted um, this fucking like Russian green flag with the, you know, with the sickle in it. Yeah. Massive thing, and then loads of crosses on it, and it was all separated in different corners of the room in the attic. Wow, that's a bit bizarre. Like, so I threw everything onto the drive on our front drive, and um, and then I got hold of the skip and I took loads of the tip and everything, got rid of it. And it's like, well, yeah, there was. I mean, we put a thing on Facebook to say, Is there anybody around here that's lived in this house that have no relatives of these? And we showed some of the pictures, and, and there was like, there was pictures from like. I'm telling you now, there must have been 1850s, 1870s. There were people dead, sad. And then, like, family, families, like, who must have had polio or cholera or something, and they've, they've died. And it's like, and I thought, why has this fucking happened to me all the time? <laughs> why is wow. it happened to me? Wow, man. Yeah. Yeah, but Harriet, well, well, she was, yeah, I mean, to this day now, Harriet says, oh, I think it might have been my grand just to see if we're all right, you know? I yeah. thought, well, Fucking whistle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she like whistling, does she? <laughs> wow. Breakfast's ready. Wow, man. That's terrifying, though. That is. Especially when something's in your kid's room as well. You know? Yeah. Obviously, your instinct to, to get yeah. in there. Yeah. I'll tell you what, one, one, what was one thing that made me nearly shit myself, and that was when I was at my mum and dad's house. Well, there's, there's a couple of more things that I haven't told you. I was at mum and dad's house, 
Now, my dad, when he became what you call a JW, he used to take me with him to like the congregation. I used to sit there and used to draw and things and just be taking bits and pieces in and just drawing and stuff, minding my own business. Because I was just a kid, you don't know any different. And then I learned what is known from the Bible when you look into it, the name of God is Jehovah. That was that's his name, and his son's Jesus and everything else. And I remember this one scripture that was taught that if you ever call upon the name of Jehovah, that you'll be saved. So just keep that in mind. I'm not saying I'll be saved for life and I'm not going to go on anywhere. But what I mean is, it's one time I'm in my dad's house and I'm sleeping. And uh, I get this paralysis thing of where I keep being pinned to the bed and I can't move. And this one morning I knew my mum and dad weren't in and uh, it happened. And I was pinned to the bed. And, um, and I was awake. I remember being awake. And it was dark in my rooms because the curtains, curtains was closed. And I shouted out the name of God, which I believed at the time, which was Jehovah. And I shouted Jehovah. And this is the most freakiest thing that happened, um, which is it still freaks me out a little bit, to be honest. The, um, the curtains opened and I heard a voice shout, say, I'm here. Like that, real deep. I'm here. Like that. Yeah, that's it's quite it's a bit scary. That mate. That's that made me shit myself. Yeah. That curtains open wide. What, and the curtains on a pulley. Yeah, yeah. That just went like that, and I heard a voice go, "I'm here." And you was you still in a paralysis state where you could? Yeah, have... yeah. And I, and oh, once that the curtains opened, and I heard that voice, I could sit up, and I'm probably gone. Yeah. When I sat up, bolt up right, the curtains were swinging. Yeah. So is that, um, is that something you've had quite a lot of sleep sleep paralysis? Yeah. Over yeah. Year, yeah. I, I've experienced a lot of that. So I totally get that 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 fear that you have when you're in that state it is because you can't move, you can't talk, you can't move. No, you, you just, can't do anything. You, you just yeah, you're paralysed. That's what it is. Well, and I used to I used to get it. This is weird. I mean, I used to get it at home a lot at my my house where my mum and dad lived, and everything. I lived with them when I was growing up. But I also used to get it when I was stopping at a mate's house, um, and it used to be mid morning as I'm waking up. And this one morning, um, my mate Mike from is from Hull. He um, he ran up the stairs, and he was downstairs making breakfast. And he thought I was having a scrap with someone. And he could hear something. And what I felt was, I felt as though something was hitting me up and down my body. <laughs> not, not enough to mark you as in the sense of um, fucking a proper fisticuff, like hurt you. Yeah, yeah. It was like really quick. It was like, 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 like you know when you see them people on the punch bags going like that? Yeah, yeah. It was like one of them, one of them, but like all the way up and down the body in seconds, top to bottom, top to bottom, top to bottom. And I was moving around and I was, I could feel it. I was moving and I couldn't get up or anything. And Mike came up and he came in a room. And he went, fucking hell, it's like an herd of elephants. What are you doing? And I went, and like all stopped. And I went, no, it's all right, Mike. I said, it's all right, Mike. I said, I, I, then I was having a bit of a nightmare, I think. He went, fucking hell, come on down and have some breakfast. But yeah, it used to happen, it is. But the thing is, it used to be so common I used to sleep with it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I used yeah. to think, oh, 
can't be arsed with. I'm so tired. I'll just fucking leave it. Yeah, hundred percent, yeah. man. I can. Yeah, because I used to get it a lot. I've spoke about it on this show before, but I used to get it weekly in my old flat when I was living in Essex. I used to get it all the time. Um, and and recently I've not had it, but I've had it twice in the last in the last few weeks. So I'm hoping I'm not going to have it again. But it is terrifying. It's awful. It's it, awful. It, it really is. But I know what you mean when you say you just sort of give into it and you're like, oh, it's just. Yeah, you, know, you just give into it and go, do you know what? Yeah. I can't move, but do you know what? I'm, I can be comfy like this. I'm just going to go to sleep because I need to get sleep. Yeah. Yeah. It it's, just, it's such a strange feeling, isn't it? It's such a. Yeah. I mean, sometimes. I mean, not at this house I'm in now at the moment. I've never really felt anything in this house here. But, I mean, I used to have things sitting on the bed. And uh, sometimes, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's things that's coming to my mind. That, like, that you, like again, one-offs that are just so vivid and, and random. So my, my so my dad is, like, he's ex-military and, like, he's... He doesn't talk about what he used to get up to and things because it was quite horrific, I think. But um, he was at home and he was in the garden and he was he used to love keeping the garden tidy and he's just mowing. He's out there. I don't know if it's the sunshine. He's thinking a bit of peace. I've just got mowing. And there's no one in the um, in the house. And we had a great big uh, dog, a, a big standard poodle called Elkie. And uh, it was, I could, and I, it was in the garden running around. It was a hot summer's day. And I'm sat and I'm sat in a bog, mate, flipping, trying to bend one out, you know, like you do. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing is, I think it's my brother. I hear something walk up the stairs and try the door on the toilet to get in. And um just try the door, you know, like, well, someone's on the toilet, so you're gonna have to wait your turn. And so I thought it's my brother. So next thing is I just unlatch it like that, and I'm sat in a bog and peeped my head through and I went, You alright? That's my brother. <laughs> No one's there. So I thought, it's a bit weird. I went, oi! I said, how many? I'll be finished in a minute like that. Never heard anything. But that's weird. So I shut the door, put the latch back on like that, and just sat there as you do. I didn't, and them times, I didn't have a phone or anything. Young kid, just sat there twiddling your thumbs, just thinking about things, you know. The next thing, I heard um, the cupboards in my, in my, my own room, the cupboards, the doors open and closing like really repeatedly, real quick. And then I heard the cut the, the door, the drawers going ba 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 all together simultaneously. Everything was happening. So I put my head through the window like that and I shouted out my dad. I went, Dad, Dad, like that. And my dad ran in the house thinking I've got trapped in the window. So he, he runs upstairs and as he comes to the top of the steps, I'll meet him. I open the door and I go, and I open the door and I go, Dad, there's something in my bedroom. He goes, What are you talking about? He said, Are you all right? I said, yeah, no, I said, Dad, there's something in the bedroom. I said, the doors are open and closed, and I was crying. It was frightened. And he went in the bedroom, and um, I finished on the toilet, and I went in the bedroom with him, and all the drawers and all the clothes was pulled out in the middle of the room. Everything was just, was just flipped, was, must have flown out on the, on the ground. Now, you could argue and say, well, it was my brother, and he just ran out of the house, but I know for a fact there's no one in there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, brother used to. We used to argue left, right, and centre. If I said I was in a bog, he'd just say to me, "Get out of the bog quick as you can. I need it." And mm. so I knew my sister was working at the time because she was like another five years older. So she was working at whatever she did. But like, yeah, there was so all the clothes were in the room, all the drawers was all open, and everything. And 
My dad couldn't work it out. I could see him. He was thinking, fuck is going on here? Yeah. Um, wow, man. Yeah. Did you yeah. ever see, did you ever see ghosts or anything like that? Or? Well, I was going to get onto that. So there was one thing I seen that was, um, I woke up again as I was a kid. I woke up and it was, it must have been a summer's holiday because I was thinking, there's no school. I mean, mum was off. I mean, mum was uh, downstairs in the kitchen. I could hear. I mean, brother had gone out with his mates because he's four years older, so he'd gone out with his mates. And I was on my own with my mum. And it was a summer's day again. It was bright light outside, no grey clouds. You could tell it was nice. I'm just, and I put my head on my um, the bunk bed together. I'm looking over like that. And I heard this noise, like a clicking. I thought, what the fucking, what is it? And I'm looking over like that. When I looked over, and this sounds really ridiculous, really ridiculous, but I saw a skull um, that was like floating in midair on me, above my brother's bed, just going around. It was like a game, just like when you look at things, like going around, like, like Pac-Man type of thing. Yeah. Face was on fire. So it was like a skull that was on fire. And I shouted to my mum. And my mum came up and I said, Mum, I've just seen something in my brother's bed. I said, it was like a skull on fire. And she went, get yourself out of here now. She went, get yourself out in the room. Like that. She took me downstairs and she got my clothes on. She got me some underpants and little socks and everything. And she went, we're going to this Bessie Drury's house, this old woman. And she said, we'll stop there for the day. And um, But before she took us downstairs, I said to my mum, I've seen something in my brother's bed. And we were standing in the hallway. I said, can you see, Mum? Look. And we looked, and you know his bed sheets on his bed, they're raised, they're raised up. His bed sheets, like as though there's something in the middle coming up. Wow, man! Yeah, yeah. And she's seen it, and she took me downstairs, and we got my shoes on and everything else, and we spent this whole day at this old woman's house, and I never really knew the reason of why until you get old and start to understand. And she said to me, um, "Do you know what was frightening about that?" I said, "What?" She said, "The night before." I was in bed and she goes, oh, I woke up at three o'clock in the morning. She said, I seen the same thing on the wall. She goes, and it frightened me to death. Wow. Said, and so for you to say that you saw it. Yeah. I knew you're not lying. She said, and we had to get out of the house. Wow. Yeah. Wow, man. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there's things I've seen like that. There's things I've seen like that. Yeah. You know? Wow. There's a couple of times over the last few weeks I've not said anything, but you know when you notice things? Yeah, yeah. I've been touched on the shoulder and on my leg and stuff. don't know whether it's muscle spasms or something. You know where you think it's something, but it's happened. It has happened about three or four times now over the last two weeks, and I'm thinking to myself, I wonder if there's something going on. <laughs> yeah, man. That's because yeah. they, knew, they knew you was coming on here. That's why. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, I think it was yesterday. Wow. I just, I just felt something at the side of my face, just touched my face. Yeah, and I've looked, yeah. and I thought, and, I, and this has actually been in customers, a customer's house. So it's like, um, and I've turned around to see if anything's touching me, like yeah. A, yeah. like a piece of wood or anything or like material. And I've looked around, and there's nothing there. And I'm like well away from my wall. And I felt, and I, it's not just like a little touch. It's like proper, proper, you know, you could, someone's laid your hands yeah. on you and you've gone, yeah. what is that? 
Yeah. Well, that's happened a couple of times now. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, last you, few weeks. You can tell the difference between if you've got, um, as you said, like a little twitch or something, or yeah. if someone's actually touching you, you can, you know. Yeah, you do, yeah. That's interesting, man. Yeah. But I can tell you, I'm so tuned into it now from being from little growing up now. that If I walk into anyone's house, I can normally sense it straight away. Yeah. Yeah. You get that so, vibe. You get, you get the feeling. Hairs up on the back of your neck, temperature drops in the room. Um, and you just got a thing where you think it just doesn't feel safe in here. Yeah. Yeah. Why? And they're the feelings that if you ever feel like that, then there is definitely something wrong. You have built into your system a sixth sense and you have to listen to it. 100%. Yeah, totally agree, man. I think in general, people switch that off and over the years, I suppose, it's sort of dumbed down, isn't it? And we don't use those senses. Well, that's the thing. A lot of people think it's all make-believe in that, you know? Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, the stories that my brother's told me, I mean, things like um, when he was on his drugs and everything, he told me once he was with a, I mean, it was this, it was with his mate, which is a no mark, absolutely no mark. And um, I seen this mark on his leg. I said, where's that come from? He says, well, you won't believe me if I told you. I said, well, no. I said, tell me what, what the mark is on your leg. Massive, like, like a mark that's like, as though he's got something wrong. It's like, it's like a poison. And it, so it looked really odd, like as though it's gone septic, if you know what I mean. On his leg, I said, what have you done there? He went, you won't, won't believe me if I told you. I said, what, tell me. He went, oh, well, I was at my mate's house. And this, this lad was called Chud. And he's a no mark. And I don't mind saying no mark here, because if I ever see him, I'll smack him anyway. <laughs> anyway, he's <laughs> a, a no mark. Yeah. And he went, and it's kind of like, I think at the time it was a bit of a drugs den, you know. And um, he says, well, I was in his house. He said, and he had a Ouija board. He says, so we started doing it. He said, we had all the curtains closed. He says, next thing is, is um, he says, we all hear all the um, pots in the, in, the, in the kitchen all start flying across and smashing. I went, right. He says, so we all ran out to have a look. He says, and there was, those pots were just, just falling on the floor and smashing. He said, went back in the room. He said, we could hear something running around the room like a dog. He said, and then the door shut in the kitchen. He said, we're just trapped in this room. He said, in, this, in, the, in the room. He said, and something ran up my leg. He said, and bit me. He said, and that's where the mark comes from. Wow. I, went, you're, I said, you're off your fucking head, you, mate. I wow. said, you're off your fucking head. He went, yeah. No, that's where it's from. I was like, wow. Fucking crackers, mate. Yeah. Wow. I mean, Ouija board, that's a dangerous, dangerous thing to do, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I, I know quite a few things. I mean, from things when I was brought up, I know the scriptures pretty much inside and out, the Bible, because when I was growing up, my dad used to take me to JWs and I know it, things and and what have you. And I, there's things that I look into now, um, which is amazing stuff. And if you ever want to look into it, look into it. I mean, the stuff like, I don't know if you've ever heard about, like called Nephilim. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you've heard of Nephilim. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's just that's just another level. That that's another. So you know, you know when. So the Nephilim. So basically, Nephilim were the original fallen angels. They had affairs with women on the earth, and their their the women had sons who were what we know as the Titans. 
yeah. men of uh, old, men of renowned, and they were massive. They were massive. And um, when the flood supposedly came, it wiped out these uh, the Nephilim. And the Nephilim were the sons, again, they were called the Nephilim, the sons of these angels that had fallen. So they were half men and half angel. Now, when they died, um, their material body, like mine and yours, died in the flood, drowned. But their um, spiritual body um, ascended. So they were still like, like a hybrid, half and half. Now, the weird thing is what I've been looking into is over the last few years, and it's been years, is I believe there's a few of them still around. Yeah, man. There's a few of them still around. So if you look up, um, for example, the one they found in Iraq. So when the Gulf War was on, I don't know if you've heard of this. Yeah, yeah. When the Gulf War was on, there was about five or six a platoon, well, a platoon of Marines went missing, American Marines. And um, so they sent out another five or six to go and find them. And basically, um, they were losing hope finding these Marines. They didn't know where they was. So anyway, one of them found this uh, dirt track and they found a boot, like a Marine's boot imprint. And it was on a goat trail for miles. So they, they just thought, fuck it. It's just one boot. And they thought, well, we'll just follow this trail for a few miles and then we'll call it in and just go on because we can't find them. So they followed it right into the real far in. It's called the Giant of Kandahar, this. That's the name, Giant of Kandahar. Yeah. And they um, they came across a fucking massive cave. And then they see weaponry, bits of human flesh consumed, a fire and everything else on the floor. And as they approach this, this cave, this fucking huge, massive, red-haired giant come out. So I don't know what size you're talking about. I mean, you could be talking 12 foot, 15 foot, whatever. And um, anyway, the Marine Corporal at the time um, said that, and his name's kept quiet, but he said that this, this giant come out with a massive fucking spear thing. He said he came out so swiftly and so quick, we didn't even have time to raise our guns. And it speared one of the men and picked him right up. Like he was all on it. He was on his spear, like it just killed him outright. Bang, picked him up like that. And then he said that this Marine Corporal said to his team battalion, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. And they all got up like that and shot it and put a load of rounds in its face and killed it. Now, apparently so, that this Chinook came and picked it up and they reckoned that this giant weighed about 1,500 pounds. They reckon it weighed 1,500 pounds. And the thing is, is we don't, I don't know whether we'll get cut off at some point or whether the fucking <laughs> people, you know, <laughs> like, like the NIS yeah. and things and all yeah. that, like NSA or whatever come and switches off. I don't know, but this, this, they still exist. They're around. They're around. I'm yeah, firm. Man. No, for yeah. fact. Not for I fact. Am I am as well. Thanks for sharing that, man. Because oh, that, that, that is a story that you just shared there that's fascinated me for years. And I can't believe that you're into that as well. And I've never known this. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I know. Well, if you think that's good, mate, yeah. you want to get the Antarctic, what's going on there? Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mate. I can't believe I've never known that <laughs> that we've had this. We both love this sort of stuff. And we've never spoke about it. Wow, man. 
I know, yeah. So they reckon, they do reckon at the moment in the Antarctic that there's um, everybody that believes that they're seeing UFOs and stuff like that. Yeah. It, it is UFOs because they're unidentified and we don't know what they are, but they reckon that there's still Nephilim that exist on the Earth and some of them are what you call in the inner Earth in Antarctic. Yes. And what they're doing is working with the men, the politicians and everything else why do you think we're not allowed to go to Why the fuck are we not allowed to go to the Antarctic? No one's allowed to go there. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you go, you get shot. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking snow and ice. Why? Yeah. Yeah. 100%, man. So so what you've got to ask yourself is, there's something that's hidden. Now, we don't know everything, but I know for a fact that this, the Nephilim still exist on the Earth because there's so much proof of it. It's kind yeah. of like if I said to you about a Sasquatch and Bigfoot, yeah, man, I was just about to say this to you. Yeah. Where do they come from? Yeah. Where do these reptilians come from that they say that it's in the earth and things? And do you know what my answer is? I should I tell you what my answer is? And this is so bizarre that no one's ever said this. I think, this is this is my belief. Yeah. I think the Nephilim, the fallen angels, because they're angels originally, they're so... Um, amazing because they know all the technology there's things that as men we don't know and i think what they've been doing for a long time is taking human dna and merging it with animals to create another species and i think that's where you've got dogmen that come from i think that's where you've got the reptilians that come from i think that's where you've got the greys that they talk about you've got the sasquatch it's because i think they've been messing with human dna for a long time to create a breed to fight against what's going to come. I'm with you, brother. Wow, mate. I can't believe <laughs> that you're into this as well. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, there's, there's, there's things that, like, I mean, that intrigue me. I mean, things like, um, you know, the Secret Service, Hitler. You know Hitler? So you yeah. know that the Secret Service, didn't he, with him? Um, yeah. yeah. Said so the Secret Service, all the Gestapo and stuff like that and whatever they used to call them, with big leather coats on and things. And if you read up on it, which you probably have, there's things like um, Hitler was using them to search for people that could actually speak with unlike worldly people. So like spirit mediums. Yeah. And um, he sent them out to go and find someone. And the reason is why he sent them out. And it's quite it's public knowledge. Everyone knows. Um, you can get the information. Um, and the reason why he sent them out was because he wanted to develop weaponry that was over the Americans, over anything else that was in the world um, that he could actually take over. And um, with this weaponry, if he was told from a higher source that they could create some, some weaponry, then they couldn't beat it. So he would be like the leader of the whole globe, in essence. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and the most bizarre thing is he managed to come across two women and one of them, well, three women, one of them makes out as though she could, you know, speak with spirits and things like that. And uh, they shot her dead because they found out she lied and it was bullshit. She was just trying to save her own skin. And the other two that they worked with were, were speaking with something else. And they originally came up with the design of anti-gravity technology, the Germans. And that was through the spirit medium. They told them how to make it anti anti magnet magnetism or whatever fields and stuff. And 
Yeah, and that's how they came up with it. And so the Germans were the first ones to actually make anti-gravity machinery. We're, we're thinking we're seeing UFOs, but we're not. We're actually seeing ships that have been designed by men through what's been instigated from Hitler from day one. Yeah, man. That's so interesting. Because a lot of these UFOs and things, as you say, they're seen flying into Antarctica. They're seen flying into the ocean. Yeah. They're going somewhere seemingly in Earth. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Necessarily, it's we're looking up, but maybe we need to look in. Right. I mean, what's, what is an interesting story is, is why is NASA exploring space? Well, do you know NASA was paid billions and billions of pounds to search the ocean? Do you know that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they stopped. Yeah. They said they just couldn't. Yeah. Do you know why they stopped? Because of what they was finding? What they found. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And, they and they will never, they will never release of what they found. Yeah. Yeah, I've I heard this recently as well. Yeah, they'll never and, and I'm not trying to say there's big conspiracy theories and conspiracy stories, but at the end of the day, you know, when you look at things like COVID's come, um, you know, we're on a we're on a like a limb of where we have to take some vaccinations and there's people dying from it and there's other things happening. Sometimes you've got to just put your hands up and go, Do you know what? What do I really believe myself? And for somebody who can go and find their own information and look up journals, look up, say, um, for example, here's a random one. Look up the Britannica from um, the 1940s. If you look up the, um, the Britannica from the 1940s, the books, you will see on there a map of the world with different countries in you've never heard of. Yeah. Why is that? Why is that? Is there places <laughs> still there now that, that we can't go to? Well, it's like, it's like, it's like apparently even off our shores in the UK. Yeah. There's a, there's a place called um, Brazil, Brazil or something it's called Brazil. It's like, it sounds like Brazil, but it's not it's called, called Brazil. And it's only ever seen every seven years. And it's between England and Ireland. And at a certain time of the year, in seven years, it surfaces. And there was one person that wrote about it, that he went on it, and he went, and his, I don't know whether he's tripping or something, but anyway, he put he put in this book, this, he went, this is where the gods come from. This is where the gods come from. And no one can find it, but there's been lots of people that have actually found the island and not been able to get on it, and it's disappeared by the time they've got there. Wow. Yeah, it's called Brazil. Yeah, I've not, heard of, I've not heard of that. Oh yeah, look, that, that's, that's amazing. Okay, yeah, so that amazing. Just, you said that appears every seven years. They reckon it. Uh, they reckon that it's really deep under the sea, right. and every seven years, for some reason, it comes up. But when it comes up, it's like as though it's a tropical forest on it. Interesting. Yeah, and that's between the UK and Ireland. Okay. Yeah, look that up. That's amazing. Yeah, I've not heard that. I've not heard that. That's interesting, man. Yeah. yeah. There's so much to this world that we just don't know. <laughs> and that's what I love it. But it's Yeah, uh... well that's the problem. But that's it. That is the problem. For me, the problem is is we are so um tucked away um from things that are true that we don't know if they're true or not, if you know what I mean. 100%. I mean, I was watching things today about um 
forgot this geezer's name, but I've seen it. I was just seeing it, it just pops up because you know things. And when you watch TikTok or Facebook, your the algorithm is of what you watch, so the things come up. Yes, yeah. And this thing came up today about this geezer with a load of scientists has been given charge to look through this guy from the 1800s through his um, collection of things he's collected. So basically in the UK, they were going to knock this house down and they knocked it down and they got into the basement and there's this room that's just concrete and it's you can't get in. So they knocked into it and went in there and there's thousands and thousands and thousands of collections of weird creatures. Really? All it, all it yeah all encased, encapsulated in little drawers and everything else, all bones and like skin and things. And they've taken them to the laboratory and they've tested most of them, saying that it's real DNA. Wow, man. I've not heard about this either. <laughs> it's it's, just, wow. it's just, just so much that we just don't know. What part of the but, UK was that? Do you know what part that was in? London. I think it was in London. I think it was in it's London. In London? Yeah, if I find it, I'll send you the link, mate. Yeah, send that, man. That's amazing. But you see, I've seen this, but this geezer, it was a scientist, was stood with him and he went, yep. He said, um, he said, what have you, he says, uh, what have you been studying? And he says, well, this, this thing that they gave us, he said, it was only small. He said, well, uh, we've um, checked it out. And he says, and it's Homo Vampurus. And this guy goes, Homo Vampurus? What, what's a Homo Vampurus? He went, it's a vampire. It's a vampire. Wow. He says, and that's from history. He said, that's from hundreds and hundreds of years ago. He yeah. says, but that is what stuff that we think is legend. Yeah, yeah. Says, but them stories have to come from somewhere. 100%, man. Yeah. 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 Well, it's like it's like if I said to you, where do you think um, Jack and the Beanstalk came from? Where do you think that came from? And people go, it's a story. Well, it's not. It's not. It derived from the Nephilim. When they were fallen angels came to the earth and apparently on the earth at that time, all them thousands of years ago, was fuck off massive trees, massive trees. And for some reason, and they reached to the heavens, they, it says they reached the heavens. It says and the angels, which was the Nephilim at the time, chopped them down. Chopped these fucking big. So, like, if you think, well, if they're chopping down a big tree, where does... Jack and a beanstalk. This is a very similar story. You know, yeah. You've got a giant, a giant coming from heaven or whatever, yeah. wherever they've come from. They're chopping the trees down. Where do you think the story's derived from? It's Jack and a beanstalk. That's where it's come from. Yeah. It's like, it's amazing. That is amazing, man. I, so I did not think this was going to go down. <laughs> we was going to be going down this route tonight, Al. I did not think. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I tell you what, the next time me and you are at a party together, the conversation is going to be different. <laughs> I know, mate, yeah. I know. Wow, man. Because I'm, I'm a big believer at the moment. I'm a, uh, at the moment, because my opinion, I can change my opinion changes every day. Like, yeah. I'll see something and I'm open-minded to everything. At the moment, I'm at the opinion that our history that we are told, and I know a lot of people touch on this, but it's just not what we're, the history that we are told is not what it was, basically. I feel like... Um, when you look at ancient Egypt and stuff like that, we've been far superior, I believe, to what we are now. And something happened where we could have wiped ourselves out or whatever, and we've got back to this point. Um, I don't know, but I, I do think that there's there's oh, there's so much more to our history that we just don't know, and and oh, they don't want us to know, and they don't want us to know. Yeah, definitely, for whatever reason. 
definitely, mate. Um, this, I mean, you know, people think, you know, well, you know, oh, Jesus shit and all that stuff, but it's like the, um, I've seen, I mean, again today, I mean, it's, it's been a rainy day, so I, I educate myself, I do. And have you ever heard of the um, Turin Shroud? No. Mate. So. That, so basically what that is, is when Jesus died and they put him in a, like a cave, they, they, they wrapped him in a massive robe. And that robe is called the Turin sh Shroud, right? So that's been kept for thousands of years. And scientists have got it. I don't know where it is, but scientists have got it. And if you look it up right, mate, this is really eerie. When they open it, you can see the back of this guy with his arms like that in the back of him, where he's been flogged, right? You can see all cuts in his back. On from the from the, from this this wrap is had around him. Yeah. So you can see where his head's been bleeding from the thorny crowns, right? Wow. And where where his his wrists or his his hands have been nails put in from the cross or whatever or the tree he's been put on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what they can't understand is is how the imprint of this person is on this cloth. Is they reckon? Well, the story goes after three days later of Jesus' death, he was resurrected, right? And they reckon if this is true, what's happened is there's been a burst of radiation from inside him and it's and it's give a 3d image on this shroud of his face his body and everything his back and his front and um it's just insane it's insane and you've got if it, if it is jesus if it is actually jesus you can see his face properly mate wow you can see his face properly definitely yeah and I love all stuff like that, man. Yeah, man, I do. I do. Can I ask you your opinion? Obviously, this is just an opinion. But why do you think whoever is in control of the world now? See, I'm another. I'm a believer that who Biden and who we see controlling. I don't believe they really control the world. I, I sort of think there's there's people above them that we're never going to know about. Basically, I think that's where I am at the moment. Why do you think they don't want us to know how special people are and how how special our history is, really? So, so uh, without being too weird or too freaky or anything, no, that's what we love here, man. <laughs> who is in charge of the world? What well, is it's the devil and his demons, without shadow of a doubt. And that's I'm not trying to be religious and everything else. I'm just yeah. being straightforward with you. They're in charge of the governments. They're in charge of politics. Everything else, right? And a very simple answer to you is: is this? What would you do if you know Noah's Ark and the flood came and Noah? And that was a really true story. What would, you, what would you do? Would you think the Bible's got weight to it? Would you think the Bible's got weight to it? You would, wouldn't you? You'd think, for, this is just an example. If you knew 100% that Jesus was real, would that give weight to the Bible that the Bible was real? Yeah. So then would that put your, would you then start to be a believer that there could possibly be a God? And if that is true, would you want to get closer to him? Well, yeah, you would. Yeah, yeah. So then you've got to ask the question, why does the government not want you to know if there's a God or not? They don't want us to be. They don't, they don't want us to know. No. Because because a true God would want us to love each other, would want us to live freely, would want us to have free energy. That's what the true God would want us to do. Yeah, yeah. Men don't want us to do that. Men want us to buy 
uh, be wealthy. They don't want everyone the same. They want the greed, money, everything else. So there's many, many reasons of why they would hide things. You know, they would hide the Nephilim, for example. We've been talking about tonight, why would they hide the Nephilim? Well, apparently there was meant to be the fallen angels. Well, if they were the fallen angels, would that prove the Bible true? Yes, it fucking would. Yeah, man. And they don't, want us, they don't want us going in. Yeah. No, they don't want you going there, mate. They definitely try and push people away from it. Because I've, I've never shared this on the chat. I don't, I don't really talk about this at all, really. But I, I do personally believe in God. I believe in Jesus. I believe in that. I'm new. I don't ever really talk about it. It's not uh, just a personal thing that I believe. And yeah, I do, and even and when you look into this subject, like, um, a lot of Christians will say like, "Oh, you shouldn't look into stuff like that." Um, but it does bring you closer to. It does for me anyway. It does bring you closer to the truth of God and stuff. Do you know what I mean? That's right. That it does. It, it absolutely does. I mean. In the Bible, it says the last days, there's going to be pestilences. There's going to be floods one after another. There's going to be earthquakes one after another. There's going to be all these different things one after another. What time of the end are we living in? We are living in a time now. I've the seen economy, yeah. earthquakes. Look what's happening in Turkey. Massive earthquake, <laughs> earthquake Japan, um, China. There's all these earthquakes that's happening. There's wars in one place after another. Also yeah. says that the end when it's coming close towards the end of time is when the king of the north and the king of the south are going to fight. Now, is the king of the north um, America and is the king of the south Russia? I don't know. I mean, yeah. that's coming on, coming on to yeah. World War Three, mate. Yeah. So all I know is I'm not trying to bend anyone's ear and say you must believe in this, but how many similarities can you have that's depicted in the Bible to what's actually happening with references these days Yes. That tells you something. That tells you this. Because people go, oh, Nostradamus. Nostradamus predicted 2,347 things, and a lot of them have come true. Right. So, how many times has the Bible predicted something? Well, I don't know. And how many times have they come true? Don't know. Every fucking time. If they look into it every time. That tells you a lot. It tells you a lot that people would are more skeptical about that there's a God, but I believe to believe in people like Nostradamus who can tell events. And I think, yeah, it's a shame, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. such a shame. And I think if people believe a bit freakily that there's ghosts and things, well, where do they, where do they come from? Yeah, yeah. Well, how does a spirit exist? You know, someone said to me once, do you believe in a God? And I went, well, yeah. And they went, well, prove it. And I went, okay, mechanics. And they went, what do you mean? And I went, right. So apparently there's a big bang. And he went, yeah. I went, okay. So the Earth then all of a sudden starts revolving at 156,000 miles per hour on a 93-degree angle or something or whatever, a certain rate. And it's that one particular degree that it's on that allows the sun to hit it, the right reflection to actually grow things on the earth. Right. Right. Okay. I get what you're saying. So I go, right. Now, if I pick up a brightling off the floor and I say to you, who made that watch? And it runs per mil per second fantastically, keeps its time. 
Who made it? You'll go, I'm not a man. I say, okay. So if you believe that a man can actually create a watch that can keep that, why can't you believe that the creator can actually put the earth on its axis at a certain speed, at a certain time, at a certain velocity to actually encompass life? Why do you not believe that? Well, it's a bit far-fetched. Really? And yet it takes someone to create a watch that's much more fucking simpler. You have to believe that a man created it. it yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. So for me, the earth is so complex. Like, for example, in the um, 90s, there was an ozone layer problem, an ozone layer, where we were using the wrong sprays and we were using polyester. It was le releasing the carbon into the air and it was getting rid of the ozone layer, which was bringing gaps, which means if the sun's penetration was coming through, it's giving people skin cancer. So they changed all the, um, the polyester, polyester that people use. They changed all the, um, the sprays and the gases. And do you know what happened? Ozone layer fixed itself. It fixed itself. How the yeah. fuck? Repairing? How does it repair itself? Yeah. That's unbelievable. And yet, so then people say that, that we happened by chance. I think, no, I don't. I think that's more harder to believe. Same. Then there is, is it, then there isn't, then they're God. Because I just 100%. think, you know, I could, I could do so many bangs, you know what I mean? Fucking, what's that going to create? <laughs> yeah. a shotgun and fucking shoot a million bullets. Yeah, yeah. What is it going to create? Nothing. Yeah. Fucking carbon. It's like, how does that work? Yeah. Uh, people go, well, the gas was at the right place. <laughs> Just at the right time. Yeah. And a star collided into another star, created a combustion, which then ended with the Earth. And then from space, it started to grow out. It's actually quite sad, really, to be honest, because if you think about it, right, if that was the case and we came out by chance, there's no God. Well, I can certainly tell you something. There'd be no ghosts. What can create a soul from a bang? Nothing. Nothing. But yet when you find out there's meant to have been angels and demons and everything else, and there was a God, people go, oh, no, yeah, I've seen ghosts and I've seen this happen and I've seen that happen. And I think... Yeah. Yeah. No, there's got there's got there's got to be some there's got to be something else. Yeah, hundred percent to think if I die, well it'd be sad for a lot of people if I die. But if I died well, I, <laughs> if I died and I was in my common grave and there was nothing, it's really sad, mate, isn't it? What an awful life. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Seven years on the earth, part of that you've had fucking COVID. Part of that, <laughs> part of that you've been Putting cells with the police, you've been hit by gangs yeah. and beaten and left, right, and centre. You've had about two years of a nice life with you, what you missed, because the rest of it's been fucking earache. Then you <laughs> die. Yeah. Like, what a sad life that is. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah, man. Yeah. So there's got to be, there's got to be there more. Is. Yeah. I mean, I hope there is. Yeah. I mean, when you've seen stuff, like I've, I've seen a ghost, I've seen, I've seen, spirits and, and i've seen all sorts of things ufos and so i know i for me personally i know there is you know and and you've seen things so you know there is and once you once you know then that changes everything you know what's really funny about what you just said what's really funny is you get these people who go nah do you know what it sounds quite fun these podcasts i like it i've never seen anything i'm not really a believer 
I can guarantee you, and what you need to heed warning of, if you do see something or you do hear something, you will shit yourself. Yeah. And I want you to remember me saying this because sometimes when things happen, you will fucking shit yourself. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Take that on the chin. For it, sure, it's, man. It's scary. It, it, sometimes it's fucking scary. Yeah. And uh, when it does finally happen to you, God help you, because it's not it's horrible. Sometimes it's horrible. It's not a nice experience sometimes. It can be, I mean, some, there's been some instances of where it's been nice experiences for people, but most of my instances have been fucking, you nearly want to drop your load. Yeah, yeah. Scary stuff, man. You start sweating for no reason. You're fucking, you're worried and you're thinking anxious and fucking things are happening. And you, yeah, it's, that is not, it's horrible. It's horrible. You don't want to be in a position like that. I'll tell you that now. Fucking hell. Oh, yeah. No, I don't believe in girls and that. What's that upstairs? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> would you, would you consider yourself um, a sensitive? Because you've had, you've had a lot of experiences. You get the feelings when you go into. Yeah. A whole yeah, yeah. place. You'd consider yeah. yourself sensitive. Yeah. 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 Well, I can pick up on it. Yeah. And the thing is now is the differences between me and when I was a younger kid. Now I don't choose to accept it. I know there's something wrong. But when I was a kid, you don't know the difference between what's happening reality-wise. 100%. Um, yeah. And the, and the problem you've got is, what's well, a little bit scary, and I worry about this a little bit because I've got daughters and things, but I just worry about... Um, because kids accept things. Do you know if there's some kid, something talking to your daughter? Do you know if there's something in the room that's speaking to her? You don't. Yeah. Have you ever read, have you ever read your child talking to a, um, you know, a, a friend that's not really there? Make believe. Are they really talking to somebody? And your children are more susceptible to it because they choose to accept it freely whereas when you're an adult because of what you've watched from the tv you make the decision of that is fucking wrong there's something yeah. going on and you yeah. get the hell out of there whereas yeah. a kid accept it and that's why they're more susceptible to it yeah 100 percent. and i think with with most people like me and you that, that are into this now as, as men most of it it starts because you have an experience as a kid and that sort of stays with you your whole life obviously it does yeah, and it's and it's, it's and it, the reason why it stays with me is because it's a frightening experience. Yeah, frightening. and I, I um, so I, there's a, a funny thing that happens now when you look at it. Um, but it was it wasn't very nice for my mum to do this, and I'll fucking tell her all the time, but, you know, if I see her, and I'll tell it wasn't right. But um, so I was going through a bit of trauma as regards spirits and ghosts and stuff happening in the house, and it used to frighten me. And this one time it was winter and it was uh, three o'clock and it got dark three half three. I got home and I was home for about half three from small school. I used to walk home. I was probably about 11 going home. And I got in the house and my mum was home. And um, I said to my mum, I'm going to, there's a toilet upstairs. I said, I'm going to go upstairs to the toilet, mum. I said, please leave the landing light on for me. Don't turn it off because I'm frightened. And she didn't believe me at the time of things that I was seeing or hearing. And she thought I was, I was probably special, only like as I was fucking something wrong with me. And um, I just said to her, "Don't, please, don't turn the, the lights off, Mum, will you?" And I was really frightened. And I went up to the toilet. I ran to the toilet. I was having a wee in the toilet as a little kid. 
And the thing is, she turned the light off and started laughing at her heart, like, uh, uh, from downstairs, two-way switch, turned it off downstairs, and started laughing like um, as though she was a ghost or something. And um, I ran downstairs at 11, and I pinned my mum to the wall. And I fucking went like that. Put my fist right to her face, and I went, you ever do that again, I'll fucking kill you. When I was 11. When I was 11, I was that frightened. I yeah. was that frightened. I yeah. just lost it. I yeah. lost it. You've been affected by so much of the stuff that you'd seen and experienced. Yeah. yeah. And it was because it used to frighten me. And I used to, don't get me wrong, I used to, so my dad used to, and this is true, you ever speak to my dad? He used to say, oh, I'm just going to go and check on Alistair. And mum go, he's all right, he's just fast asleep. He goes, no, he's, he has trouble sleeping. My dad used to come up and he used to say, you used to have the covers over your body, your legs, your feet inside, you used to have the sheets over your head. He said, and I'd go in and I'd gently pull them off. He said, and you were like in a sauna. He said, you were fucking sweat. He said, the sheets were wet, everything. And that's how fearful I was. <laughs> so when you get like, when you get people saying, oh, I've never seen anything like that. And, you know, um, I don't believe in it. Well, I hope you don't actually, because if you do, you will fucking shit yourself. Mm. It's as simple as that. Yeah. It's as simple yeah. as that. Yeah, man. Yeah. It stays with you, doesn't it? It stays with you your whole life. It does. It does. And I, I mean, I'm always checking on my daughter. And I, she's never been for anything like that. But on a night time, when I go upstairs and I'm always going in, I'll check with her and I go, is she all right? She's sleeping. Yep, she's fast asleep. I'll check she's all right. and think, Because I just, you know, and especially hearing that whistle thing when I was yeah. in my, from yeah. my room. Yeah. Do you know what's really weird about that, though? And I've never thought about this until now, actually. So we moved here where we live now about four or five years ago. And it's actually quite creepy what I'm going to say here, actually. But when, when we heard that noise thing and I burnt everything, I think it was within six months that Alice was really poorly because she got pneumonia and she went unconscious and she got taken to the hospital for about two months and they had no idea where it came from. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not suggesting that that has got to do with that. But that could be a coincidence because we yeah. sold that house because she was so, so, so like poorly. Yeah. 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 Wow, man. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know whether, whether possibly there was something and it was, and it, it affected her. Yeah. Yeah. But like these wise or something. I don't know. You don't know. There was definitely something strange going on in that house. We've all oh. experienced and the, fo the photos that you found as well. Oh, mate, honestly, I, I, you ask Harriet. Yeah, old, like people sat in a chair, but like, you know, with their eyes closed. Yeah, yeah, that's really strange, man. Together in Victorian gear. Yeah. What was going on there? I don't know. So don't was know this, you said this was an old house. I burned it, mate. Yeah, so you burned all the photos as well. Burned, well, well, the photos, I took out the house and I threw them on my front drive. Everything that was in the attic, I threw on the front drive, and I got a skip, and half of it I've been, I took to the, to the skip as well. So I skipped it as well and took it to the skip. Yeah. Because there's that yeah. stuff up there. Wow. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, there was a lot of photos. I mean, there was even photos of family that's probably been in that house in the last 30, 40 years as well, and we couldn't pin down who there was. And then it went back black and white, and it was really weird-looking people. Really weird-looking. Um where you wouldn't have it in a photo album. If I should put in a photo, like, you'd be like, 
Oh, who's that? Oh, it's me, Aunt Beth. Yeah, she just got her eyes closed. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, fucking people, like, like, no. Yeah, that's strange, man. Yeah, yeah, dressed in Victorian gear. But yeah, Harriet said, oh, no, get rid of stuff like that. I was like, yeah, get, I'm getting rid of it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. weird. I wonder what yeah. happened there. I wonder what was going on in that house then, one I point. Know, mate. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. You know, there's, there's, there's shitloads of stuff I mean, I, I went through. But, I mean, that's why I... I but I mean, but, I mean, I'm a normal everyday bloke. I like to laugh. I love my life. And I just know for... I know for a fucking million percent. I know for a million, one million percent, there's something else out there. Yeah. I know for a fact there's something else. Because of what I've seen. And people go, it's all right, it's one of them... It's one of them people who are a bit special, you know, going to... Can you see dead people? <laughs> <laughs> No, I can't. Yeah. I can't see dead people, but you've had experience. There is weird things that's happened, and I'm not yeah. dreaming it up. Yeah, we've. I'm just going, but I know we started with the, the the puppet thing that was breathing. Oh yeah. Have you got any? Did anything else happen with that puppet, or was that the only sort of thing you can remember with that? That's the only thing I can remember with that. But my dad, um, that was the last I saw of it. And I don't oh, really remember. If I spoke to my dad now, he'll probably tell me. He'll probably say I can rid of it. Yeah, I don't blame him. <laughs> wow. Um, but I mean, as a kid, you don't know. But like, why would you? So th this is the first thing you're going to ask yourself as well. Why would you be frightened of an emu when you're a young kid laying on your arm, breathing? What would make you frightened about it? True. Well, all I knew was, was that it was a toy. And then I thought to myself, it's breathing, it's imitating my, me breathing, it's imitating me. And I didn't think in my head, because I was young, it's imitating me. I thought it's copying me. And I was, yeah. I'd go, breathing, and it would go. It was so, mate, it was just, and it was going on for some time. Yeah. I, I don't move, I don't move. And I had my mm. arm out, crossed my arm, and I was on the sofa, and I don't move. And I was pretending, I was pretending I was asleep, because I was frightened to death. My dad came in the room, and the first thing he did is, is I just shot up, and I went, oh, God. I went, Dad, Dad, he went, what's the matter with you? I said, it's breathing. I said, it's breathing, Dad, breathing. He went, what well, are you doing, Steve? I went, it's breathing. Get it away from me. Get it away from me. Yeah. And he never really believed me. And then after that, he started believing me, I think, because things started happening generally, and he's come across a few things. And Yeah. Well, that fucking stand up and think there is something going on here. Yeah, man. So, yeah, but the, the you know the, the other thing is 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 you know I've got tips for people as well you know yeah and the tip is 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 um you know you can even if it's furniture uh, lipsticks uh, anything that's second hand just be wary if you bring it to your home if anything starts happening weird in your home the first thing you need to think about is what is it that I've actually just bought have I got anything from a charity shop or somewhere that's second hand if you have get rid of it yeah. because. That will help you out massively. Um, it's probably one of them things you've bought from a charity shop. Because yeah. what happens is, in, I mean, think about it, right? In charity shops, um, well, they say dead man's shoes, don't they? You know, if someone dies, what happens to their goods? Well, they don't always just go with a house. What happens is their family donate them to charity shops and things to sell them. And then yet what you're doing is you're buying someone else who's died, um, property whether it's a necklace whether it's a lipstick whether it's some um pair of shoes you're actually buying something that was part of that 
owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Got with it is, is if there was something wrong with that person, let's just say, let's say it was just an evil person, just not nice. I don't know, maybe kill an animal. Let's just say light things like, yeah, it could kill an animal. It's just not a nice person. Mm. Well, part of his being could be reflected in that object. Yeah. And so yeah. could be attached to that object from him. Um, and it's in the same way of, of uh, there's a story here, which I'll tell you. There's a guy who, had, um, who was a, a, a runner, really f fit runner. And um, he could run for miles and miles and miles. Next thing is he has a stroke, he drops down. He basically needs a new heart. Now, the most bizarre thing about this is this guy was super clean. He was fantastic. Yep, his heart went. He had to have a new heart. So he had a new heart. After two years, he wanted to start smoking. And he started getting traits of where he was doing certain things. And I can't remember what they were, but he was doing weird things. And they found out where the heart came from. And they worked out that originally they had the heart from this guy. He was a smoker early on in his life. And he had the same characteristics of what this guy was doing. Wow. So, so what I'm trying to say to you is, all right, that's an organ, but things are passing on. And it could be the same with material yeah. possessions. It could be the same. Yeah, 100%. But it's got your personality, your your life involved in that. Yeah, 100%. Taking it into your house. Yeah. And I've spoken to a few people that have brought haunted objects into their house and things have happened. Like they've seen things and it just brings negative energy sometimes as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. But all the other thing I'll say to you is, is you just get rid of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just get rid of it. I mean, I've had mates, because I used to walk and talk about this all the time. And I have mates who uh, tell me things like they're, they're basically moving to a new house. And his little girl, she ran upstairs and there was three flights. And these guys was helping them move in. And um, they went to my mate. They went, you know your daughter? I went, yeah. I said, does she know a bloke? Is there a bloke upstairs? Has she got a brother? I went, no. He says, well, she's talking to somebody upstairs. He said, I, I thought, it's not us, lads. He said, we're bringing your stuff in. He said, but he's upstairs. She's upstairs talking to somebody. So the dad went upstairs, went up to the second flight, started listening at the, at the third flight, like that, and you could hear this girl going, yeah, but I don't really want to do it because it's my mum and dad, you know? And he's going, and he had this deep voice going, no, you must do it, even though they're adults, you must do it. So he he went upstairs like that, and he went in, and he went, who are you talking to? And she went real wide-eyed, and she went, oh, no one, dad, no one, not speaking to anybody, it's okay. And she went wow. downstairs. Yeah, so it's kind of like, it's, your children can be susceptible to things, you know, and things yeah, can it's fucking, honestly, I mean, some of the stuff I know, mate, it's, I'm just scratching the surface. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, from personal experience, mate, um, yeah, have been through a lot, really. And some people might think I'm a bit of a nut job, but. No, not at all. Not at all. Not with me, man. Yeah, well, it's because, you know, you've been on the same page and you've seen things and heard things and been touched by things randomly. Like, what the fuck is that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I still watch things on TikTok and that, you know. Yeah. And, was, and I, a lot, I mean, it doesn't scare me a lot of it. When I look at some of it, I think, oh, here we go. And you can see cupboards open and you're thinking, oh, here we go. They're right there with a cat got the fucking fishing wire. 
you know, all that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This one, I seen this one, right? Which is actually quite funny. There was this geezer, and he's with his mate, and he's Chinese, and he's going, Go down here, he goes, go down here like this. And he's going, go down there. And he goes, and this is where people were buried. He says, look, and here's some of the concrete graves of where they were buried. And there's no people in there anymore. And he went, and uh, they used to bury people in it because it's a cot like a coal mine. And if people used to die, they used to bury them quite quickly and put them in these places until they could take them out. He goes, and apparently it's meant to be really haunted. Anyway, this this Chinese lad. <laughs> he goes, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to lay in one of these and see how it feels. So he got in it. And he had this white T-shirt on, right? And he's laying there and he's going, yeah, it's a bit cold in here. Next thing, you see his T-shirt go, boof, like that. And he goes, he gets pulled up like that. And he goes, oh. Says something trying to go, back and like, oh, man. He gets, <laughs> he gets up like that. He runs to his mate like that real quick. Runs to his mate and he's going, he's going, something just grabbed me. Basically, something just grabbed me. And as he's saying that, you see this um, his shirt, mate, at the back. It fucking pulls out and it pulls him backwards like that. And he goes, oh, oh man. He gets dragged. He gets dragged by about five, six foot. Get, oh, like that. And his mate's going, oh, you are. And I think, fuck me, that's proper. That is yeah. proper. Like, yeah. I thought there's a few things worth seeing where I thought, fucking, that's proper. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man. So interesting. Like, yeah, I've seen another one where there's this um, in America. Which is a bit weird, and it's like old on an old camcorder. And this woman's singing "Happy Birthday to You" to a daughter like that. The next thing you hear these footsteps going, and you hear her. She goes, "Oh no!" She goes, "Shit, it's happening again. It's happening again like that." And that bloke goes, "It's okay, just calm down, calm down like that." Next thing is, it's footsteps stop. The tap just comes on, water comes. Next thing is, two or three drawers come up. The spoon starts coming, just filling out like that, coming out. All the spoons start coming out the drawers and everything, and um. So they get they get up like that and they go into the room and then you hear these footsteps again like that. Like this, and then they're filming it going on and the dog starts going like fucking get upset, the dog. So he goes, I'm gonna go out and see the dog. And she goes, The piano's playing, the piano's playing. And look at the piano and the lid's down, right? And it's just one key's going bing, 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 like that. So he lifts up the lid and it's just see this key going bing, bing, and I think oh, no, like, I'll be out of there. I'll be out of there. Be gone, mate. Yeah, be gone. Be gone. Oh, you've got you've got to send me these when you when you find them. Send, will, them, mate. Over. send them over, mate. I've just, I've got loads. I've yeah, got one policeman. I've got ones of policemen going into buildings. Really? Yeah. Send them over, man. Yeah, yeah. Policemen going in, mate, and thinking, and there's just doors just gone bang, bang. They're trying to stop it. Like that. the doors just go, and they're going, fucking the shit in the cells. They're yeah. running out. Like the police. Yeah. Yeah. There's loads, mate. Loads. But it's I do love it, stuff like that, mate. And I can't, I can't believe I've known you for this long, and we're only just, I only just found this out about you, man. And not only with with the ghost stuff, with the the conspiracy stuff as well, mate. We're gonna have a lot to talk about next time we're at the party. <laughs> I'll tell you one more thing before we go, mate, and finish. Yeah. So one of my mates was quite religious, and um, this is a bit weird. This, and he said, um, he said I was having my hair cut once. He said in this barber's. And I thought it was going to be a joke this time. And he goes, um, and he was a JW. He says, and I was in there. He says, and this bloke said to me, he was cutting my hair. He says, how are the people doing in your congregations, the younger ones? And he goes, all right, yeah, all right. He went, I'll ask you again. 
How are they doing in your congregations? How are these young people in your congregations believing in religion and stuff like that? And he went, we're doing all right. He went, you're lying to me. You are lying to me. Tell me the truth. And he went, all right. Youngsters these days are finding it hard to believe in religion and things. They're believing that there's no God and everything else. And he went, and then this guy went, thank you for telling me the truth. He said, I already know this. My master told me. He says, and what he said is, he's going to get rid of all of them because you destroyed his sons in the flood. And when he told me that, I was like, fuck, well, he's talking about the Nephilim, isn't he? He's saying that when the flood came and there, there was the the Nephilim, which was part, part, part like, people, part angel, yeah. and the flood destroyed most of them. So what he's saying is he's going to get his own back because he destroyed the people in the... I thought, fuck, whoa, uh, that's a, that's a, that's yeah. my yeah. yeah, man. That's some... Uh... He's going to take all of your sons and daughters because you took all of his in the flood. It's like, wow. Oh, I thought that was quite deep. I was like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's some freaky stuff, man. Yeah, no, but I mean, you know, who's his master? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, mate, there's so much more to this world and I love it. It is, yeah, it's intriguing. But the thing is, is what you hit the nail on the head before, what, no matter how much you're digging into it, and no matter who you speak to, it always peels back and leads down a road of there has to be something that's more supreme than what we are. Yes, yeah. And what that is, I can't explain it for anybody. For me, I call it a, I call it God. That's my own interpretation. Yeah. Um, but for anybody else, you know, that they may not may be non-believers, but at the end of the day, this it always leads when you have conversations like that, always leads down to the path that there's got to be somebody else. Hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. Al, this this has been absolutely amazing, brother. It has, mate. Thank yeah, you so much. And no, I'm mate, sure it's it's not the last time. Well, definitely not the last time we're going to talk about this. But I'd love to have you back on the show, and we can talk more stuff in the future. And yeah, no, I've learned a lot about you in this this couple of hours, mate. That I can't believe, to be honest, because <laughs> we've we've been we've been stag dudes, we've been parties together, and we could yeah. have, we could have been talking about this the whole time. <laughs> that's right, yeah, that's now, right. Well, then, that's the thing, though. Sometimes you know, and and that's me. You know, I, I keep myself to myself really until you start to know other people are believers and things, and then you can start talking about it. Because at the end yeah. of the day, a lot of people think you. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I never, because I've always been fascinated in this, obviously, but we never knew that we both enjoyed this subject. But now I'm doing the podcast and stuff, is getting out there more. I am getting more people going, you know what, I've, I've experienced this, and people that I didn't know, like yourself, like, have had these experiences. So that's that's cool, man. Yeah, no, no, I appreciate that, mate, and um, at any time. And the other thing I'll say to you is just one more thing, really, like Columbo, one more thing, um, <laughs> is... Um, <laughs> Is if you get anybody on your podcasts, pick up a couple from Spain or France. Um, and the reason why I'm saying that to you is because I've got mates from all over. And yeah. I don't know what it is, but it seems to be in European countries like Spain and France at the moment. It's still like the 80s. And they're still having, they're having like really major things going on at the moment, like like ghosts and stuff. Honestly. Really? They're like, like ex I don't know what it is, but in Europe, like, like France, Poland, Spain, they're having things happen, like who I've spoken to, like, are, are like proper, like, 
well, I can always tell you further down the road, but it's like one of the someone who I knew who was with his um sister in France and she was being like touched on her back and she was wearing a blouse and he could yeah. see a hand going up and down her back like that stroking her. He said, when I put my hand up her back to grab whatever it was there, he said it looked like a hand. It was just a pocket of air. He said he could feel it, it was just a pocket of air. And they 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 left and came home. But in France, that was in France, but in Spain, France, Poland, places like that, if you ever get anybody on, mate, they'll tell you some stuff because I've done really? what it is. There at the moment, it seems to be like it's quite rife. I don't really know why. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting, man. Yeah, a bit bizarre. But anyway. That's just interesting me. stuff, mate. Al, do you want to tell the audience where, if anyone's listening and they want to get a hold of you, can you tell them where they can find you? Yeah, you can find me um, at AL, which for Al, and then J E N for November K S. So Al Jenks six, the number six at gmail.com. So if you want to just message me via that, that's no problem at all. Happy to speak to you. Um, talk about things um, and hopefully I will not have the NSA after us but I, I definitely think that um, I definitely think there's the, I'm a firm believer in I think I've got it nailed and I know what's going on with the world yeah yeah um, I love it yeah so but I'll speak to that a bit more but down in the future you know UFOs and stuff like we can have another chat about it, all that mate yeah yeah let's do it man let's do it soon Al, thank you so much. Tonight, mate, what are you up to now? You're going to go. <laughs> you should do it. What are you going to do now, mate? You're going to go rest your head. You're going to go rest that beard of yours. <laughs> well, I'm actually I'm on another show tonight at eleven o'clock. I, oh, I, mate, I won't keep oh. it that long. Yes. <laughs> so I'm, I wish I'm trying to grow a beard, Tommy. It's coming. You, you can do it, man. You can do it. It's there. It's nearly there. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's coming. Yeah. Is there a bit of ginger in there as well, or is that is that oh, just the camera? Thick. <laughs> have you seen ufos in now is that what you're telling me as well yeah have you seen, you've yeah, seen it? Oh. have we got time have, do you mind sharing a bit of that of course not yeah i mean my daughter's in bed she's fast asleep how it's out and a few drinks <laughs> <laughs> or with some bloke i don't know <laughs> i hope not man the thing is he won't be as good looking as me yes <laughs> <laughs> can, can we have the ufos if you've, so if, I've, seen, if you've I've, seen a couple, I've seen a couple. Um, really? The one I saw really closely, though, and that was in um, a place in, of all places, in Liverpool. Um, the other side of Liverpool is a place called um, the Wirral. Yeah. In the Wirral, I mean, I've got a lot of mates over there as well, very good mates. And um, I was separated from my ex-wife there. Um, and I lived on a place called New Brighton, which is on the on the front. And if anyone is from that area, they might know RJ's, which is the the club and everything. And my mate, which is DJ Doily, um, he used to do all the DJing sets there and everything. And Steve Cocky and all them used to run RJ's. But anyway, uh, I remember one night it was dusk, and I was walking over the beach, and it was a really nice night. And I saw, and I was walking across the beach like that, and I just looked down, I was looking out at the sea, and I just saw lights on me, and the lights just came over me, like a floodlight, you know, from a football, like a floodlight. Yeah. It wasn't, it didn't stop on me, but it was just like coming over like that. And I looked up, and I thought, what the fuck is that? And it was a, it was a perfect triangle. Perfect triangle like that. And it had like rings underneath it, like blue. 
So they it was like a sky blue colour, like a neon blue underneath, like rings. And do you know what I can put it down to? I can put it down to um, there's something which I don't know if you've heard of, which I'll try and find on my phone now, called the TR8. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, what did you, the, the sound went a bit funny when you said that. What was it? TRB or TR8 or something it's called. Um, okay. Uh, American, oh, let's have a look, UFO. Let's see if I can find it. And I might be able to get it so you can see it on here. Here we go. Here's one. This is what I've seen. This is exactly what I've seen. Okay. So if I can turn it around. Yeah. That's exactly wow. what I've seen. So if you look up, up up at that now, yeah, this is a that apparently is a top secret US Air Force these days now. It's called it's brought come out. It's called top secret US Air Force TR three B, and so that, it is part. That's what I saw. So that that's a known military plane. So I thought at the time it was UFO all them years ago. Yeah, and now I've seen the images coming out. It's linked to the US. Really? Yeah. Interesting, man. That is interesting. That is. That is. And that when I seen that picture, I thought that's exactly what I saw. Yeah. The funny thing about it was what I thought to myself was I thought oh, it could just be some weird plane, but then I thought to myself I couldn't hear it. All I could hear was just breeze. I couldn't. It didn't even make a noise, mate. And I thought, I thought to myself, that's weird. Yeah. And I thought, because normally you hear it, you know, come over, but nothing. Yeah. And the How? only reason why it was there is because it was, it was a light from over me. Yeah. Big light me like that. And as it got out to sea, it switched the light off. Wow. Yeah, I thought, and I thought to myself, that's fucking weird plane or something. Yeah. And that was years ago. And that was, so I've been married to Harriet now for 10 years. So I was in New Brighton 13 years ago, 14 years ago. And yeah. this has now come to light. So that's been around all that time. Wow, man. That is interesting. Yeah. So what are they going to bring out in the next 10 years? That, that we... But then it leads you to the, the thought of, if they've got that advancement already, why are they not sharing it with the public properly? Yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're definitely, they've got so many things that we don't know about for sure. They must have. Oh, mate. I mean, I mean, if you could type in, if you type into the Google, um, spaceship flying across the moon yeah i mean you type yeah. that you look at that and you some of them yeah. you see someone where they've, they've zoomed into the moon and you can see three or four spaceships yeah across the moon and they're all you can you can actually see the shadows on the moon surface yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i've it's seen that video yeah that is mental but yeah. you know president trump i don't know how long ago it was but he says we're in um he said, uh, I've got a team of people or something. He said, something to do with space wars. We want to be the first to do lasers for space war. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think they do have already craft to get to other planets. Yeah, yeah. And I think we, we're just so backwards that the technology is not given to us because we're suppressed. Yeah. I think there's cures for cancer and things like that, and they're just not releasing them. Yeah, man, yeah. I agree. I agree. But yeah, no, that's and that's, that's a horrible thought. Obviously, that we're we're lied to. But I, I agree, man. I, I think I hope that's not true about the cancer and stuff. But I do at the moment believe, and with you there as well. It's just they get so much money from it. So 
Well, it's all greed and money making, isn't it? That's what it's all about. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, if you look at Nicholas Tesla, yeah, um, he created a, this cage. Um, and I'll lead on to something else in a minute as well, which is amazing. Um, but he created this cage and it had a magnetic field or something attached to it or something or whatever he, wonderful things he does. He, he built this cage and you could go into it and it could cure, he said, any illness, any illness. And that cage went missing, just disappeared from... Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, what a shame that is. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's so much... With Tesla, there's so much stuff that they... Like that apparently, after he passed, they 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 got rid of all his work. But where it is, we don't know. But he he he, he obviously he done some amazing things that for whatever reason, because it didn't suit the powers that be, we're not allowed it, to know about. That's another yeah, absolutely amazing. So um, but you know when we was you know when we was talking before, I mean oh, this is on the um, God, just going back to what we were talking about before. <clears throat> You know what I said to you? I think the Nephilim over the years have been involved in messing with DNA. Yeah. So it's, it's so this is a bit weird what I'm going to say here. So in the scriptures, when the flood was brought, right, and the Nephilim, most of the Nephilim were killed, were killed off, it, the saying is in the scriptures that God stopped them from being able to have affairs with women so that they could actually produce more children, and that stopped. Right now, bringing it to modern day, so I'll leave you with that thought. But bringing it to modern day, David Bowie was hooked on cocaine, right? And this one time, someone went around to go and see him, and I don't know whether it was um, what do you call it, infamous Sex Pistols, Sid Vicious, or whatever his name is. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. if it was, but it was something. Something was mentioned, and it was mentioned in public, and he says, "Oh." David Bowie was, yeah, he was off his head and he was screaming and running around that the witches were trying to steal his semen. Right? Now, I know this sounds really strange, but my point is, mm. I've heard this a few times now from yeah. different, like famous people. And what I think about that is, is it, let's just say if this is true, he's off his fucking head, right? And they're thinking he's a great singer, he's a world-renowned artist, and they want the cream, you know, of like top brass. So they steal, let's say, for example, their semen. What do they do that? Where does that go? If that was really true, where does that go? Let's just say in hypothesis that was true. Yeah. Let's say someone was trying to steal that from him or other people. If they take that, then that obviously can form another human. But if they were to take that and incubate that, what if they were trying to create another race of people? And it, this is so big conspiracy that I'm just... Yeah, I love it. But it's like, but what if that is true? What if, yeah, what if there's, there's people... I mean, here's another thing. I was watching this bloke the other day on YouTube, um, and he said, and he said um, can I just say one thing he said? He said, um, he said, I used to get off my head on drugs all the time. He said, and uh, all different kinds of drugs. He said, I used to see angels and demons. He said, and sometimes I'd sit next to them and chat with them. He says, and I just used to think that's because I was on drugs. He said, but do you know what the crazy thing is? He says, I'm 10 years on. I don't do drugs anymore. 
He said, but what the most weird thing is, is when I see these film clips of other people that they've got things in the house of things popping up, ghosts and yeah. things. He said, that's why I used to have conversations with. Wow. He said, so yeah. make with what you will. He said, that's yeah. exactly the same people, creatures I used to speak to. Yeah, man. So, so what to say is, they can open your mind to other things. Yeah, if you're off your face, how do you know that you're not actually really chatting yeah, to somebody? You're seeing, like, like when people have the, the, the mushrooms and stuff, there's a big connection between that and that's it. The psychedelics. That's it. It's just insane, mate. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, I've even seen footage of this um, one chap. It was a similar thing. And he used to say, I used to see um, spirits, but they used to look like Dobermans. The faces used to look like a Doberman, like a dog. And there's this one picture where he stood there like this with his friends, right? And he goes, look at my picture. So what's behind me? And you see it. There's this, a dog, like a Doberman's head, bit like ears on it. And it's, it's like brown and black looking and it's and its eyes are like green like dogs yeah. and it's looking at that and it's stood over his shoulder it's over his shoulder wow. and he went that is who i used to speak with what? who was this or is this someone you know no no this is this is like off if just like oh, if you look on on tiktok youtube there's oh, loads okay. of them yeah oh wow this, this honestly mate i, I was yeah. like yeah you've got to send them to me man <laughs> shit that i see and like yeah. cupboards opening and all that fucking shit but then there's ones that you see where you think yeah that's legit that yeah that and legit. there's a lot of fake stuff out there for sure oh yeah i mean i i, I watch it left right and center and how it's going what are you watching now and i'm going i'm watching this and she's going and it doesn't bother me but you know when you get see something you get a sense and you think yeah that's fucking real yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, one I, there's one I've seen of this um, this Arab guy, and he goes to this old, like, wreck, this old house thing. And he's in there, he's saying something like, Allah, and, that, and chatting and stuff like that, you know, saying for God's name and stuff. And, mate, and this massive, this fucking massive tanker was in this house on its side, and he's at the door, like, just watching it, and the whole tanker just flips and goes, and pushes right to him. He has to step back. The camera goes, and he starts shitting himself, and he, he runs off. The yeah. whole tanker, and it's like, um, it's kind of like if you had a boiler in the house, in the old boilers in the house, but it was like 30 times bigger, that could yeah. supply a hospital that size. A fucking tank, it just, <sighs> like that, and just pushed to the door. Yeah. And he shat himself, he shat himself. And it's like, no rope could pull that. There's no yeah. man stood with his mate trying to pull that because it's too heavy. Yeah, like, yeah. That is off the scale. So interesting, man. So when I'll, we, I'll find more of them. Yeah, mate. send them over. I'll send you Because I think now, because obviously we've all got AI now, we can all create these amazing pictures, and they say yeah. you can create AI videos now that's coming. I think that's done on purpose as well because there's going to be so much of that out there. So literally everything we see now, we're going to be like, Everything we see, can we trust, you know? And I think that's done on purpose for the stuff that is true. So yeah. it makes you disregard everything. No, that's right. That's why AI is so easy for everyone to get. Well, there's, there's one that I've seen at the moment, which is absolute bollocks, where there's this couple sat in the house going, yeah, right, Mandy. Yeah, I'm all right. We have these spirits in the house, and they keep popping their heads around the corner, and they're just pitch black, but we can see them. 
And one, and then you see this little head go. He gets a camera and goes, look, nothing there. Yeah. You think, oh, yeah. You think, oh. <laughs> but, then, but when you see real things, like, for example, I've seen this one, this Chinese lad, yeah. and he's in this shop in broad daylight. So it's, it's, I mean, I see such random things. This Chinese lad, he picks the cat up. Was that this, like this cat and it's going out and the cat's just trying to get away a little bit, you know, and it's going on, oh, no, I stay and he's trying to stroke it. It's going so like, I'm a bit uncomfortable, want to get away. You see his finger here. Yeah. From, from it gets snapped, goes right back by just nothing. His finger goes like, oh. and it goes right here, snaps and he goes, drops the cat and he's like, oh, like that. It's going, he's yeah. snapped by just fresh air. Yeah. Oh, that is, that it's, is. It's mad. That's like not normal. Yeah. yeah, 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 man. Anyway, back to the UFO. Yes. <laughs> How high up was it? Not the UFO. The, the what we know now to be as the uh, US ship uh, plane. About five hundred foot. So it wasn't far up. It wasn't. You could see it clearly. Oh, easy, easy. Yeah, so clear, mate. Yeah. But I, because it was so quiet, mate, as well. I mean, I, I, I actually thought, fuck me, that's probably a stealth bomber. Yeah. But then I thought to myself, it can't be because I can't hear it. Because the stealth bomber at the back still has the jets. And it, yeah. Still be moving. And this was just, mate, I could hear the, I could hear the tide coming in and out. You know? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I had to go back to that before I forgot to ask you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, was, there, big time, mate. was there any other UFOs that you've seen? Yeah, I mean, I used to lay in the back garden um, and watch stuff. I mean, there's stuff where yeah. I've seen when I was a kid. Um where you've got no light pollution, all the lights are off, and you just lay in the garden and look up, and I've seen things moving across the sky, which a couple of them were satellites at the time, but then a couple is where it's it, it, going across the sky and fucking just stops, and it's a mm. dot, I and mean, that's really high up, just stops and goes in the opposite direction. And I thought, to me, and I knew as a kid, really, I thought, well, that can't be a space rocket, because a space rocket is one directional, and it fucking takes a fucking year to turn anyway. Yeah. And it was, <laughs> everything else. Whereas this just went, mm, it was stopped. Different manoeuvre. Just it's. I thought that's a bit bizarre. Yeah, man. And so I thought, yeah, what's well, the UFO? It's, it's got to be a UFO. But then I thought, I've always had this theory though that when I say a UFO, a UFO in my eyes is of alien origin. So I don't really call them UFOs. I just think it's just an object that I'm not sure what it is because I'm not too sure, if I'm honest with you, Tommy, whether it's the government's got these machines. I don't know whether they have. And if yeah. they have, well, it's not really a UFO then. It's just a, it's a government-built product. It's not a yeah. UFO. It's the government have fucking got them. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's, um, I mean, I've heard that there's these black ops, money's being pumped into these black ops, what they call black ops, that no one knows of. I mean, even the president didn't know about it in the in the states. Didn't know, no idea that things are going on. Yeah, and that's mad, isn't it? When you think about it, that just yeah. shows you that he's not he's not really in charge. I mean, that's obvious anyway. But well, it's just a puppet. Yeah, hundred percent. Nothing more than that, mate. Uh, but there is there is there's definitely. I mean, yeah, no, I've seen them. I've seen them. I've seen a couple of occasions. But now, like when I showed you that picture before. Mm. Now I know that, that that is that was a military plane. You know that's that's fucking. You know, and when you hear things on the news like, oh, uh, China has, uh, we think we believe it's something to do with China. There's a there's a UFO over America and the the Antarctic, and you think you think, 
oh, we've shut it down. It's like, well, if it's not of alien origin, the one of alien origin could have outrun your jets anyway. No problem. Mm. Um, for example, I don't know if you've heard about the famous Tic Tac that's been seen over the last oh, couple of years. Yeah, 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 for sure, yeah. The story goes that they've been following it and um, and it just disappeared from sight. And the place that the plane was going back to was in the middle of an ocean that it was a secretive part of the ocean where no one knew where they were. Yeah. And when they got back to land, what was waiting for them? The Tic Tac. Yeah, yeah. And they seen it. So the Tic Tac knew there where they would be before they even got back. Yeah. So what chance would we have, really? If that, that was is not earthly, if you get what I mean. That yeah. for me is kind of like that's something yeah. else. That's well advanced. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you know, how can you move at degrees like that so quick? I mean, you'd just be vaporized. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there's there's technology there that we can't even comprehend. I mean, there'd be a ton of flesh from my groin if I went at that speed. <laughs> oh, it's awesome, man. Uh, this is this has been absolutely amazing, mate. Thank you so much for coming on, sharing your experiences. I've learned a lot about you tonight. I loved you before, and I love you even more. You know, you're very welcome, mate. And do you know what's really random? I've just realised I've been sat here most of the night, mate, having a chat with my fucking name on screen saying Harriet. Yeah. What an <laughs> I did think when it first came up. <laughs> what gimp? Hello. Yeah, yeah. I'm now going to get I'm dressed in my robe. Harriet's with us tonight. Harriet. Hello, my name's Harriet. Har Harriet on a Friday, <laughs> on the weekend. Oh, with the weekend. <laughs> oh. Well, thank you so much, man. As I said before, you are coming back because we can talk. We can talk for years about this. No, that's all right, mate. Yeah, no, anytime you want, anytime you want, mate. I'm happy to talk about any subject because yeah, I've been experiencing the ghost thing, the UFO thing. Um, what I like as well is stuff to do with ancient stuff. Yeah, man. See, I love all that. Yeah, ancient stuff I to do love with it. Um, you know, like the hieroglyphs to do with Egypt. Yeah, involved in that again is to stuff to do with the fallen angels, Antarctic, uh, General Bird, which you do you know about yes. General Bird? Yeah, man. Yeah, he flew into the. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Oh, mate, that's just. I find else. that fascinating. That story. Yeah, I do. That mate. fascinates me. I do. He found it. Obviously, he found a, another another world. That's right. And then, and then the conspiracy of flat Earth. Conspiracy yeah. of flat. Earth. I don't know whether I believe the flat Earth thing, but I am a great believer that there could be ice walls still. Yeah, man. And yeah. they're still beyond the ice walls. Yeah, I'm. I'm very open minded to. To anything, because you know, there's so much out there that we don't know, and I, and I think with this subject as well, I've said this before, but with this subject, that's what a lot of people don't like, in my opinion, that that there is so much that we don't know, and that we're probably never going to know until no. we till we go to the other side or wherever we go, um, and I think that's what a lot of people, that's why a lot of people won't even entertain the subject because the answers might not be there now <laughs> well that's right you know I mean? it might not be but the other thing is though imagine if we could congregate two to three million people right yeah just saying and we all goes right let's go to area 51 three million yeah. people yeah are they going to stop you yeah how are they going to stop us yeah 
Get to the chapel. Get to the chapel. Get out of my kindergarten. No, thanks. I want to see a great. Oh, man. Yeah. It's fascinating stuff, mate. It really is. Well, thank you so much, man. You're very welcome, mate. I'm looking, well. forward, I'm looking forward to the next party where we can have a good drink and, and talk about this stuff all night. No, absolutely. You know what comes before part B, don't you? Part A. Yeah, boy. <laughs> and on that note, I'm going to stop recording. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you very much, brother. It's been well, a pleasure. Mate. And I'm looking no forward worries, to mate. the next time. All right, mate. Well, I'll speak to you soon. <laughs> well, that's the show, guys. I really hope you enjoyed it. I still can't believe... Al had the experiences that he's had and he never told me about it until now. Amazing stuff. So glad that we had that conversation. If there's any other friends out there that have got any paranormal experiences, tell me. I need to know. Anybody, actually anybody out there, get in touch. We want to hear your paranormal experiences. I'd love to have you on the show. I'd love to talk to you about your experiences. So get in touch. Email us at letsgetfreakypodcast at outlook.com or message us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, at TC, Let's Get Freaky Podcast. Come and say hi, guys. We want to hear from you. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back very soon for more freaky conversations. In the meantime, stay safe. Have a great day. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. And we'll see you very soon. Bye for now. Oh, and keep it freaky.